listening to the Success Leaves Clues podcast, where we're having conversations with regular people doing outstanding and legacy-changing things in corporate America and entrepreneurship. If you're looking for the blueprint to help you make less mistakes on your journey to freedom and ultimate purpose, then this is the podcast for you. And now, here's your host, Dr. K. Hey, listen, today y'all gonna be really excited to meet if you haven't already known him, heard of him, seen him around, Ryan Zofe, the founder of We Level Up. Listen, who do you know better that can take you to the next level, help you be a better version of you? I got him right here. So he's going to give us a lot of insight on how he does what he does. And hopefully you'll learn how to grow and improve yourself. How's it going, Ryan? Oh, man. Unbelievable, brother. Thank you so much for allowing me on your show. You're, you're an amazing man. I love what you're about, and I, I love what you're bringing to your audience. And, and I'm, I'm grateful and honored to be here to serve. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. So one thing I've, I've been wanting to ask you. So you've got thousands of hours in your craft, right, as a motivational speaker, as a coach. Why is, why is that important? And I ask you that before, before you answer. I ask you that because I see a lot of people popping up in whatever industry, claiming to be an expert? And do you feel those hours are required? As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So, so what comes to me is, is actually the title of your podcast, Success Leaves Clues. And so the, the, the human mind is designed to find evidence that can confirm the belief systems that we have. And so I've, I've been able to, to focus on what's, what's working in people. So for me, it's like, I want to, I want evidence to show me what's working and what's not working. And so to, to answer your question, I believe the repetition is the mother of skill, right? It's like, it's necessary right. to, 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 to model somebody else that's been successful. So my mentor is Tony Robbins. And, and so the gentleman's been doing this for 45 years. And, and he tells me that, you know, repetition is a mother skill. You have to be repetitive. You have to put in the work, you have to put in the hours. And so I, I believe it's a must it's, it's, it's necessary. And so at the whole shoot, dude, I'm sorry, bro. No, that's my, fine. My doorbell just rang. 
My bad, dude. I'm at, I'm set up at my house. <laughs> no, we're good. You want you want to ask me again so I can I can sorry. No, we just keep going. We just, <laughs> hey, look, they, they call all that, right? <laughs> <laughs> my bad, dude. That's your that. <laughs> it's been heck, bro. I'm 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 flustered right now, man. Twelve minutes late. I'm freaking out, man. My assistant was supposed to help me out. She didn't help me out. I'm 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 going nuts right now. Then the doorbell rings. <laughs> But that's that's life. Right. And that's business. And, and and those are the type of things that, you know, I feel people need to understand how they how they can overcome those things, because what happens to you? You know, you're you're on stage. Something hits you. I mean, you, you can't let it all end right there. Right. Um, you are, you know, launching your business. You think everything's going to be smooth. What happens? Yeah. I mean, the first problem people have is they think there shouldn't be any problems. And, and mm. what. What, what I've identified in my experiences is, is, is to look for those problems. So for so long, I, as a, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, as a speaker on stage, I would attempt to roll something out perfectly and I would try to avoid problems. And what I learned, the lessons are in the problems, right? And so today I, I obsess on how to find issues or problems or soft spots in me or areas in me that, that I haven't mastered in order for me to bring it to the next level. So, so personally, I've adopted this, this belief and this style of leadership where I look for problems. I look for what's mm-hmm. uncomfortable so that I can grow. And, and if I'm not growing, I'm dying. So if I'm uncomfortable in a yeah. situation is, 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 is foreign to me, then I know I'm in the right position for success and for growth. Yeah, so many people, exact, they do the exact opposite, right? So they're looking for something that's familiar to them, that's normal, that keeps them comfortable. And as soon as they start to feel some kind of pull or discomfort, that's they run the opposite direction. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely, man. And so for, for me, what, what, I, what I love about this is th- this, this is why I am the man I am today is because I, I constantly look for opportunities to stretch. And like you said, I mean, in business, no, no business is going to roll out just the way we thought it was. Nothing in life ever happens the exact way we want it to, right? It's like, I'm responsible for the input and I believe in God and, and I believe God's responsible for the outcome. You know, and we're in this partnership, right? And it's like, I have to detach from the outcome. I have to put my best foot forward and trust that whatever's meant to be is going to be. Hmm. Yeah. How do you go about you know, kind of stepping back and analyzing and looking for those problems, especially in yourself. Yeah. And so for me, it's, 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 it's like optics, right? It's like, I, I, for, for, first off for myself, the behavior is the outcome of, of my belief system, right? So if I believe I'm not enough and then I'm not getting on stage, I'm not putting myself in uncomfortable situations then the outcome is that fear is is driving my life. Fear is preventing me from being the version of myself that I want to be. And so it's an opportunity for me to really look at what's going on and, and why am I scared? Why am I afraid to get on stage? Why am I afraid to facilitate personal development events? Or why am I afraid to start this business? And, and, and the brain is a problem-solving mechanism, right? So your brain, if you ask your brain a question, it's going to find an answer. And so it's all about asking yourself different answers. It's, it's not asking myself, like, why am I afraid of this? The better question is, is what can I do to achieve the outcome that I want to achieve? And your brain is going to find the answer. 
man, that's impactful. And you talk, you talk a lot about fear right now and you, you teach people how to be a speaker, which if I'm not mistaken, it's like the, the second biggest fear, right? To death. So, so the people are deathly afraid to, to talk in front of people, to get on stage. How do you get them there? So the first step is, is really understanding fear, right? It's like, what is fear? And, and fear is hardwired in every single human being. And it's actually a God-given gift. And mm. it's, it's a part of our unconscious brain. It's a part of the primal brain. Fear is designed to keep us alive, right? 2,500 years ago, we humans were being hunted by saber-toothed tigers. And so every single day when a human being was alive 2,500 years ago, we're scanning the horizon on, on, on what's wrong with this environment, what's mm. unsafe in this environment. And so fear is, is solely designed to keep us alive, right? That's what the unconscious brain is designed to do. And so once we understand that it's normal to have fear, and it's not about getting rid of the fear because we can't get rid of the fear. It's a, it's a God-given gift. Yeah. We can learn how to dance with the fear. And so when, we, when we're not resistant to the fear or we're not running away from the fear and we use the fear as a superpower, then it's going to allow us to access energies inside of us that's been stored away because unconsciously is 95% of what we do on a daily basis, right? 5% of a human brain is conscious focus or conscious thinking. And so really what it is, is, is learning how to have unconscious competence, and, and rewiring these belief systems that are all created from fear, right? It's like, I'm five years old. My mother and my father get in a fight. My mother leaves the home. I believe my parents are going to get divorced. I'm telling myself I'm, they don't love me. It's my fault. There's, I'm the reason why they're leaving. And so my brain takes a picture of that and it's stored away in my RAS system, reticular activation system. And so when something triggers it, in today's life, that's that's re-triggered. I'm not going to be liked. I'm not going to be loved. They're, wow. they're, they're not going to approve of me. And yeah. so it's, it's really just, and I think you even mentioned it, like know where you came from and you're going to know where you're going. And so for me, it's, it's really just understanding where this fear is coming from and why is my brain trying to protect me right now? And so it's, it's giving it a different meaning, right? It's like yeah. we want to, we want, yeah, go ahead. No, no, I was, I'm, I'm just, catching what you're saying is like sometimes you got to uh, take a step back and analyze what you're truly afraid of or what's causing that fear. Yeah, absolutely. Because you'll identify that it's, it's probably not what's going on right now. It's something that's being triggered from a childhood experience and, and your brain is doing exactly what it's designed to do. So as soon as, as soon as your human mind knows like, Hey, nothing's wrong with me. This is a human experience. And I'm having a human human experience like anybody else, because I, I've spoken in front of thousands of people hundreds of times. And every single time I stand in front of them, I feel fear. And so but I have a different meaning about it now and, and I have a different understanding of it now. So it, it doesn't paralyze me like it used to when I first started. Yeah. Speaking of when you first started, how did you know or, or what drove you to be a motivational speaker? Yeah, and it was it was really my my life experience, man. I've um I've I've been I've been in some pretty dark places, and I've overcome some some pretty traumatic um, life experiences. And once I realized that these were gifts, 
once I realized that these were opportunities for me to to share with 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 everybody around me, that's where it started. And and I could I could show them, you know, where I started, how I've overcome them, those challenges and those obstacles, and and using those as as stepping stones to become the version I am today and, and, and healing my trauma and healing those, those painful, those pain points is really just an opportunity to share with the next person on, on that could be going through it on how to overcome that. Yeah. I appreciate you saying that Ryan, because a lot of people think that when they view somebody like yourself, who's successful, who's um, like, like you said, been on stage in front of thousands of people, they just think your 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 pathway or the road to success was just easy or handed to you. And it's important to understand that life happens to everybody, right? It's, it's happening to you just like it's happening to the next person. It's just how you chose to you know deal with those obstacles or analyze that and not um, count it as a failure. hundred percent. And something that you mentioned that that just stuck out to me is is like, so, a life situation happens, right? And most people would say it's happening to me. And, mm-hmm. and a person that's viewing it from that perspective would, in my view, would be coming from a place of, of like a victim, like, oh, poor me, it's happening to me. So I like to shift it two millimeters. And I like to say, okay, this is happening for me. And mm-hmm. I ask myself a different question. Rather than saying, why me? Or why not me? I, I ask myself, how is this a gift? How is this experience, how is this pain given me a gift to be a better version of myself? And, and I, I breezed over it earlier, but I'll, I'll expand on it. It's, it's, it's the meaning we give it, right? It's yeah. like if somebody says something to me, I have a choice to give it any meaning that I want. And so it's literally a two millimeter shift rather than saying life is happening to me, life is happening for me. And what's a new meaning I can give it? And so what we focus on, we feel, Right. And what we feel is the life that we live. And so focus is everything. If I'm focusing on what I do have versus what I do not have, then I'm going to have a much different experience. If I'm focusing on what I can control versus what I cannot control, I'm going to have a much different experience because life is all about how I feel. If I wake up every day and and, and feel shitty, then I'm going to have a shitty life. But if I wake up every day and give it a positive meaning and say, I'm so grateful for this life. I'm so grateful for this opportunity. Yes, that shit sucked and it was painful, but those were the gifts that have created or formulated the man I am today. I give it a much different meaning. I'm going to have a much different experience. Yeah, I can tell you that absolutely works. I used to, uh, you know, have some, you know, kind of dead end jobs in my early 20s and things like that, right? And I got to a point, I said, you know what? Instead of saying I hate this job or what's so bad about it, I'm going to start waking up and saying, I love this job. I can't wait to go to this job, find something about this job I like. And I still left the job, obviously, you know, over time, but it just changed my experience while I was in that situation so much. I love that. And and what, what else that I love about what you're saying is that you were conditioning yourself to give it a positive meaning or an empowering meaning, even mm-hmm. though it was a shitty circumstance. And so you're conditioning yourself to lean into the fear. You're conditioning yourself to leaning into the challenges, you're conditioning yourself to leaning into the failures. So then all of a sudden, if you're giving everything an empowering meaning and it doesn't feel so good and it's a fight to condition yourself to do that, then you're going to lean into challenges. And that's how 
millionaires are created. That's how billionaires are created because they literally obsess on how to lean into those challenging and difficult times. And it's based on the meaning they're giving it. Yeah. Well, you didn't want to just change yourself and stop there or be a motivational speaker and stop there, but you, you created a brand, right? And so level up, you want to tell, tell me about how that got started um, and, and what the, what the purpose and meaning behind it is. Sure. And so as we're talking about meaning, right, it's, it's all about identity. And so when you think of Nike, who do you think of? Uh, athletes. Who specifically? Oh, well, Jordan comes to my mind first, but. Right. Michael Jordan. So that's the yeah. identity, right? And so people want to attach themselves to identities, right? Everybody wants a role model or everybody either sees something in somebody that they like or they see something in somebody that they don't like. And typically what they're seeing in somebody that they don't like is a version of themselves, right? And so I wanted to create a brand that spoke to my identity because my entire life has been about leveling up. My entire life has been about waking up every day and being a better person every single day and doing everything I can in my power to heal these childhood traumas and these wounds that have caused me to treat people that I, that I love in ways that I don't approve of. And so for me, it was really just wanting to, to lean into something that, that spoke to my soul and, and my mission on earth. And so the, it was originally, it was level up. And I added the we because I realized that I'm not on this mission alone. I have mm -hmm. a team around me. I have family around me. I have friends around me, chosen family that are all on the same mission. And I have a, a, a tremendous partnership group. And so I felt it was only right to add the we because there's there's a group of us that are on the same path, including a gentleman like yourself. So the the identity of it really spoke to who we are. Yeah, I got you. So it's, it's, it's more of a idea that we can grow together and it's not isolated like, hey, I'm going to level up and I'm an individual. Yeah, man. And, and I'll tell you this, right? The gift of living is, mm -hmm. is giving. And so my entire life has been built around serving others. And, and I have this belief that your needs are my needs. And so when I enter into a relationship with you, my, 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 my go-to is, is how can I serve you? What are some of the needs that, that, that you have or you want? And how can I serve you in this relationship? And if I do that without any expectations, or if I do that from an unconditionally loving place, then our dynamic and our, our relationship is going to flourish, is going to prosper. And, and I will eventually get my needs met. And so that was that was a, a behavior that I modeled from from Tony Robbins because his his entire existence is is philanthropy and, and giving back and, and serving and, and and contribution and so that's the design that that I wanted for my life. Yeah, and within your within your business model, like you said, you expand it from an individual with level up to we level up. So that's already you know giving back and caring about other people's needs. But then you also you know dug a little bit deeper and created a nonprofit and, and other ways to give back. And you do a lot of, um, you know, donations and, you know, I don't know, tithes, whatever you want to call it, but you, you also help other people in those ways too. Yeah. So you, you mentioned tithing. So, so I, I am a Christian. I, I do go to church um, on a regular basis. I have a really cool relationship with my pastor. Um, he, he is a, a senior pastor at my church, Victory Church in Boca Raton. Give a shout out to my man, Donnie. 
Um, unbelievable man, beautiful soul. And um, yeah, I have, I have an amazing relationship with him. And so, yeah, so to so your first point, the not-for-profit that we started, it's, it's called We Level Up Academy. And mm-hmm. a lot of these tools and, and, and strategies and, and techniques that we use in our organization um, and also that I, that I facilitate at personal development seminars, I had this, this, this dream to bring that into school systems. You know, just like there's regular, like, uh, like there's math, there's, there's yeah. English, science, there's PE. Eventually, my dream is to uh, lobby the school board system and, and create um, a, a subject of emotional integrity, right? Because a lot of times kids aren't allowed to express their emotions or as a child, for example, a baby might start crying and the mom's like, stop crying. You're a big boy, toughen up. Yeah. And, and what that's doing is it's suppressing emotions. And when you continue to suppress emotions, it causes disease, which is dis-ease, right? And so mm-hmm. the, the goal and the mission for me was to, to provide this for school systems. So we, we actually found a partnering school in Dade County that's going to allow us to start in August. And so I'm super pumped about it. It took us like a year to get the nonprofit going. Um, and, and I'm going to, it's going to be self-funded by me. It needs to operate for two years before we can get grants. So a lot of the funding is going to come from me specifically. Um, and then I also, you know, donate a, a tremendous amount of money to my church. Um, you know, I believe, I believe giving again is, 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 is the gift of life, right? It's like, if I can, if I can give something to somebody that's going to significantly impact your life then why wouldn't I want to do that? You know, like I obsess with seeing joy in other people's lives. And I believe philanthropy is what keeps me going because it, yeah. it, I remain humble, right? It's like I have an opportunity to to really, because it's not easy giving, writing a, a big check. You know, it's, it's scary. Yeah. <laughs> it's scary, dude. So like every time I do it, it brings me back to where I came from. It brings yeah. me back to how grateful I am to be in the position that I'm in today and 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 how dare I be so selfish not to give to the next person that isn't in such a good position that I am? And what's interesting is I don't I don't just give just to give. I give wanting that individual to learn a lesson or or I, I create an environment where I'm supporting them so that I know that 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 money is going to good use. Because, you know, some of these not for profits out there are, are really just shells to to, to shelter tax taxes. Yeah. And stuff. So. I need to make sure that, you know, that not-for-profit is really serving and making a difference and impacting lives. Man, that's, it's incredible. And you talk about the fear of, you know, writing or stroking a big check. And I think it's, it's so genius the way, you know, as everything God does. Right. But this is so genius in in particular, the 10%, right. And, And tithing that particular amount, because as you grow, if you're consistent and you continue to tithe, it gets easier to write those checks. But, you know, a lot of people, you know, they may hold back and they say, OK, well, once I'm a millionaire, I'm going to tithe. Well, it's really hard to write a hundred thousand dollar check. But if you've been writing hundred dollar checks, thousand dollar checks, ten thousand dollar checks, it's just your norm. It becomes it becomes a lot easier. Yeah, it's it's so true, man. I was I was actually in a sermon. Uh, a gentleman came um, pastor. Uh, Don, uh, I think it was Pastor Rizzo. And he, he used, he used the, the, the metaphor uh, Skittles. He says, if you're not going to give when you have one Skittle, you sure aren't going to give when you have 10 Skittles. And so it's so true to what you're saying. It doesn't matter how much you have. It's, it's, it's the behavior. It's the act of, 
of giving even when you don't have any because the more successful you become, to your point. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Easier it is because you're in repetition. You know, it's, it's, it's routine for you. And so that's what it's all about. It's like creating these new patterns and these new rituals that become second nature to you. And then it's it's not even a thought. It's it's this unconscious competence, right? It's just It's just like routine it's like oh i've been doing this for the last six years of course i'm going to give more and what's interesting for me this is my experience (laughs) the more i've given the more successful i've been absolutely yep i've I've seen the same thing and it's it's also i mean it's it's biblical it's a principle right so um giving it to be given to you so we we got to continue um that ideology you know that um that principle you know and keep doing in that but I also like the way you don't only give financially, but you give of yourself. And, you know, throughout your story, you keep talking about uh, the emotional intelligence and things like that. And bringing that into the school system is incredible. I mean, so many people struggle with things that they don't really know how to express. I grew up in that area. I'm from Florida. I'm from Tampa. So, you know, I, I grew up, you know, pretty rough and you got to be hard. You can't, you, you can't really um, cry. You can't show that softer side. And it, it creates something uh, in you that probably shouldn't be there, right? Because you just, you're cold to everybody. Yeah, 100%, dude. And, and for me, like, I, I grew up very similar to you. Um, it, you know, it's it's a defense mechanism, right? It's like, and, and, and what's interesting is like fear drives us to to put on all this armor so that, quote unquote, we're protecting ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so growing up, if if I cried or I showed that I was weak, the kids in the neighborhood would beat me up. The kids in the neighborhood would make fun of me. So I was taught at such an early age, like I have to be tough. And then 
the dynamic between my mom and my father, you know, my, 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 my mother was uh, an active drug user and my father was an alcoholic. And I started to take on the identity of like, I need to be strong for my family yeah. and they need me right now. And so I, I didn't want to show them that I was weak. I wanted them to, to trust in me and to count on me. And like, I can, I can do this. I can, I can step up to the plate. I can, I can be responsible and it was just misguided information. I didn't know this. And this was this was beliefs that I adopted on my own. And most beliefs that most people have are are adopted from who they saw around them growing up. And yeah. and, and and they hold on to it like like if, if their life depends on it. And that's a big reason why 98% of the world is 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 middle to lower class and, and a big portion of that is in poverty because they they literally don't think that they're deserving of it or they don't think they're they're capable of it. And, wow. and you and I are, are a testament because where I where I came from and where I'm at today, yeah. the, the cards are stacked against me. There's no yeah. way anybody would have known that I would have been the man I am today. Yeah, I I, I think um, the the odds were definitely against you, but there was there's probably something that you did, and and that's reflecting uh, on yourself and and finding out what those gaps are and how to improve yourself, but. What I want to know is how did you get to that? Because was it taught? Did somebody step into your life and say, hey, this is something that you need to uh, get good at if you want to be a better person? Sure. So it, it originally started for me in October 9th, 2001. I was um, I was pronounced dead at the uh, scene of a crime. I lost my life um, due to severe drug and alcohol use. And I. Um, God had a different plan for me. And so I was looking at a very severe prison sentence as well. And it was a breaking point for me. You know, they say like, you have to have a breakdown before you have a breakthrough. Yeah. And literally, I know this today, God was the only out that I had. Nothing else would have mattered. I, I've burned all my bridges. I was in and out of juvenile detention facilities my entire life. There was no hope for me. The only hope I had was God. And, and, and what was so cool about that was I believe this was the gift, right? It's like I went through all that challenge, all that hardship, and I was scared to death. I literally thought I was going to spend the rest of my life in prison. And, and I had an opportunity to really build a relationship with my maker. And so I know this today that that was the greatest gift because that's when it all started for me. October 9, 2001 is my sobriety date. I have 21 years in sobriety. And so that was the starting point for me. It was that developing a relationship with God and really understanding that this is his will. Everything that is that I have, everything that I've been through, everything that I'm going to go through moving forward is all on him. You know, and, and it, it was such a freeing moment for me because I realized that I don't have the power. You know, and, 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 and if I would have gotten what I wanted, I would have sold myself short a hundred times over. God's yeah. plans are much bigger for me. And, and so I'm so grateful for that, man. And, and so and, and then I believe once I started to have that relationship with God, he just continued to put influential people in my life. And he, he kept surrounding me with people that that loved me for me and supported me and wanted the best out of me. And, and so. Yeah, I had to do my part. I had to show up and do the work, right? I had to, I had to put the action in. And so that was really the starting point for me, man. It's been 21 years I've been at this. And 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 I'll tell you the 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 majority of of my growth has come over the last 4 years, 
because mm-hmm. I've been in proximity with, with Tony Robbins. And okay. so he said success leaves clues, right? Like our yeah. brains find evidence to match our belief systems. Yeah. And so it's important to find evidence in other people. Proximity is everything. Proximity is power because if I look at this man that has designed a life that is is feeding a billion people, he's fed over a billion people today, helped over 300 million people in the last 45 years, there's success, right? I can yeah. see if I model this behavior, if I follow his rituals, if I adopt his belief systems, then I'm going to have some version of that life. And Absolutely. That's, that's true, bro. Today, that is 100% true. I have a mini version of a life that Tony Robbins has created because I've modeled exactly what he has done over the last four years. And I'm eternally grateful for that. Yeah. First of all, I want to, before we get into the proximity and Tony Robbins, I want to say I'm grateful that you survived. I'm grateful that you're here. And um, it's a blessing you're willing to share your testimony, your story to help impact, you know, other people. A lot of people, um, they, they find shame in, in their past, right? And they want to hide that. They want to disguise that, you know, whatever you want to call it, lie about it. But I, I really appreciate you sharing that because it's going to help too many people. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it already has the thousands you've talked to, you know, and and that you motivate and you speak. But I just mean going forward, it's going to help so many people. I really appreciate that, brother. I really do, man. And I'll tell you, it wasn't always like this. There was There was definitely a time when I was that guy that was ashamed to tell people what I've been through because I thought I was going to be judged. I thought yeah. I wasn't going to be loved. And, and that's when I had the perspective of life that it's happened to me. And as soon as I shifted my perspective and said, life is happening for me, then I realized that all these are gifts so that I can speak. And I'm going to tell you an interesting story. So I'm six years old. My sister passed away when I was five. Um, so my father was going through a tremendous heartbreak My mother divorced my father at the time. So my father not only lost love of his life, he lost his daughter. And I remember I was driving in his pickup truck and I was a very like outgoing, loving, bubbly kid. And I used to ask my dad a ton of questions. And I remember like it was yesterday, my dad looked over at me and said, he said, boy, you ask a lot of damn questions. He said, keep your mouth shut. And Mm -hmm. I, from that point, Dr. Washington, up until about four or five years ago, I swallowed the mic. I was scared. And so that, yeah. that, that trauma that I went through, the, the, the man that I looked, the man that was everything to me, he was my superhero. I loved him more than, than life itself. And, and here he's telling me I'm asking too many questions to keep my mouth shut. And so I did that. It was a struggle for me, man, for a very long time to work through this, but what you said is looking at where you've come from. So you know where you're going. I realized when I went to Tony Robbins four years ago and God put that man in my life. And and I'll tell you the story. It's pretty crazy. I realized that, that I'm going to be the voice for those that are scared to speak up. And, and by talking about my traumas, talking about my life experiences, showing people, that I failed numerous times showing people that I've treated people that I love. I've treated people that I love the most with, with, with absolute disrespect. Um, you know, I've, I've done it all, man. And, and, and those are just gifts 
so that I can teach the next person how to get through it and how to achieve or accomplish the very struggles that they're going through. That's right. So you were talking about um, your mentor. How, how did you come across uh, having a mentor? Uh, were you actively seeking a mentor? So I was in a relationship with a woman. Um, her name was Raquel. I started dating her probably early 2000, probably 2012, 2013. And it was somewhat of a toxic relationship. A lot of the, the childhood traumas that I saw growing up, I brought all of that into that relationship. And it was yeah. a very challenging and toxic relationship. So 2016, I, I realized that that I needed to do something more. I needed to figure out why I'm behaving the way I'm behaving. Um, and, I, and I wasn't faithful in the relationship. I, I was verbally abusive. And a lot of the behaviors that I saw growing up, I was, I was, I was using in that relationship. And so we started doing personal development seminars together and we were going through a breakup and I invited her into like my community. So it was like my friends, my support system. And so she felt like a standout. She didn't, she felt like she didn't belong. And so she wanted to seek help from somebody else. And so one of her friends introduced her to Tony Robbins. And so she went to Tony Robbins, um, November, 2017 and Tony completely shifted her whole perspective. And during that breakup, like during the event, she called me and she's crying and she's she's like, you know, Ryan, I'm so proud of you. And I understand everything that you've been through. And I know why you're, you are the way you are. And I forgive you. And I please mm-hmm. forgive me for how I've treated you. And it was yeah. such a magical moment for me, man. And, and she signed me up for Tony Robbins. And um, you know, I'm not with her today, but. That was that was such a beautiful gift. And and to your point, yeah. brother, like like I said to you, like life happens for me, right? So going through all those traumas with my mom, not behaving in that relationship, caused us to fight, caused us to separate. Her went to Tony Robbins, and because yeah. of all of that, she then introduced me to Tony Robbins, and I am the man I am today because of that. And so that's life happening for me, right? I yeah. could easily here and be like oh poor me and my mm-hmm. mom treated me like, yeah you know i could be the victim but no it's a gift how is it a gift ask your mind a different question you're going to get a different answer man that's absolutely right but uh f- first of all i mean it's incredible that the, the way pieces move and connections happen and it's like um it's, it's just interesting the way you shift your perspective and you see that but um when you were talking about proximity and and you're right there. You're with Tony Robbins. You're going to emulate the things that he's doing to be successful, but also you're getting in a a bunch of rooms with Ryan's with people just like yourself, you know, who are also going to fuel you, motivate you. uh, You're going to learn from, um, and it's just great to be around that type of, you know, group, that type of organization too. You're so right, bro. So it's interesting, right? So, Raquel signs me up to go to Tony Robbins. I was intending to go to an event. I was supposed to go January, 2018 because it wasn't my idea because I didn't think of it. I fought, kicked and screamed. I canceled. I tried, I tried to get a refund, ended up delaying. So I didn't end up going to Tony Robbins until August, 2018. So I I delayed it seven months. And, And what I realized was I was so scared that I was not going to be accepted in that community. 
I was like, there's no way in hell that that community is going to accept a guy like me. Like if they knew what I've been through and how I've showed up in this life, they're going to, they're going to throw stones at me. Yeah. I blamed it on Raquel and I made these huge fights. And so once I arrived August, 2018, I was sitting in about row 60 and I was scared to death. I never, I never thought I belonged. I felt worthless. I was, I was a business owner and, and I didn't think I was that successful and I was so scared, man. I was so petrified. And, yeah. and what I realized, because Tony talks about it, like repetition's the mother of skill. And he said something to me that really stuck stuck in. I remember it like it was yesterday. He said, Ryan, he didn't say Ryan, but I always like to tell myself he was talking to me specifically. I was sitting in row 60 and he was speaking <laughs> to everybody. But he says, he says, you know, consistency makes the non-believers believers. And he said, and the person that needs to believe it the most is us. And it, and it rung so true for me because I was like, holy shit, I don't believe that I'm good enough. I yeah. don't believe that I belong here. And I was like, but if I'm consistent and just push through the fear and show up no matter what, eventually I'm going to believe I belong here. And so Tony has Platinum Partnership and then Tony has Lions Partnership, yeah. Lions Platinum Partnership. And Lions is 35 handpicked inner circle that get to actually be in proximity of Tony personally at his home every year. You spend an entire weekend with Tony. You get Tony's top coaches. And so the first tier for me was like, I need to become a platinum partner. And wow. so I did whatever I could to become a platinum partner. And, mm -hmm. and that was my first step. And then I started to get around the community and they saw the willingness they saw me show up day in and day out, week in and week out. Every event I showed up, I was scared to death. I was vulnerable. I told everybody what I've been through. And I started to make those non-believers believers. But the only person that really wasn't in belief was me because they believed in me the entire time. Yeah. And so as soon as I started to shift my belief, I started to open up different doors because my mind is focusing on different things. And all of a sudden – this community was embracing me, was loving me, was supporting me the entire time. And then all of a sudden the day came January, 2020, the, the, uh, the manager of the lions, she's not there anymore. Her name is Megan. She came up to me and she said, you know, Ryan, you, you've, you've, you've been really um, bringing a lot to the community. We're really proud of you. The man you're becoming and, you know, Lions is invite only and, and you have to be a platinum partner for a year. You've only been a platinum partner for six months. And she's like, but I, I, I believe that that you've made such an impact that that I think we can get you in as a lion. Mm -hmm. And I was so scared, bro. I was like, there's no way I'm going to belong in that in that. community. Yeah. Like, this is the next tier, bro. I'm talking yeah. like billionaires. I'm talking like I think I think I think like the 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 lowest net worth was like a hundred million. And I'm like, there's no way these guys are going to accept me. And yeah. so I, I got interviewed by, by two of the founders and they were so excited. And what I realized, it's not about my money. It's not about um, like who I am in the world. What really matters the most is, is my intention and how big my heart is. And so once I leaned into that, they brought me in with open arms. I, I had my first um, opportunity to have an intervention with Tony. 
And the theme of that intervention was quit playing small. And so the mm-hmm. words that were used, and I'll give a shout out to Mary Gertz. She, and Mary Gertz is worth about a half a billion, by the way. Um, she was, you know, all the credit card processing in every single hotel in the country yeah. is from her. <laughs> so she literally grabs me after the, the seminar and I'm, we're walking out and she looks at me and she says, Ryan, she's, I'm only going to tell you this once. And she's like a very strong woman. So when she speaks, you listen, she's like, you need a quick plan fucking small. And she's like, the world is starving. There's millions of people out there that you can impact and you're starving them because you're scared and hiding out. She said, that shit's over. And I was like, holy shit. Like I've never heard her speak like this before. And, and she yeah. shook me up, dude. And that's when my life catapulted, bro. The last two years have been, have been on this, this tip, getting on podcasts, speaking on stage, you know, facilitating, sharing my stories, impacting lives because it's my duty, man. I know it's my mission. I know God has given me these gifts to give back. And so, so yeah, bro, here I am. Yeah. Well, thank you so much uh, for, for giving, for sharing and for um, just being the philanthropist, you know what I mean? That you are. And so I got something that I love to do on every episode. The name of the show is Success Leads Clues Podcast. So I like to point out a couple of clues that I picked up that, you know, helped you be successful. And I'm quite sure the audience is going to pick up their own things, too. That's awesome, brother. What you got? So um, the, the first thing, I mean, I can't I can't skip this at all. I mean, it's your faith. So you got to you have to have. Uh, a bigger purpose, a calling and relying on God is, I mean, it's, it's going to help you be successful in your life, in your relationship, in business and speaking everything across the board. Um, and so I think that's for first and foremost, right? Mm, thank um, you for that. The, the, the next thing that I see is your ability to assess yourself, right? Self-reflection, uh, being able to analyze and also point out your own faults, man. Cause some people think that shit don't stink. And so you have to first realize that, look, I have flaws, I have issues, and you have to own that before you can even try to correct it. Mm. And uh, the, the third thing I really noticed is, uh, like, like you said, being around the right people, putting yourself in the right environment. And, um, and let's end it with this, not playing small. <laughs> That's it, brother, not playing small. You put yourself around. It, it, he, Tony used the metaphor he said, if I'm, if I'm playing tennis and I start playing tennis with a high school kid mm-hmm. or I start playing tennis with Serena Williams, who do you think I'm going to grow more with? You know, oh. and, and it's the truth. It's like, it's like, yeah, putting myself in those environments were extremely uncomfortable and it was scary as hell. But the human mind is one of the most powerful things on earth and it's and, and the ability to adapt, right? So it's yeah. like, as soon as the mind can see something, it starts to shift its beliefs. And that's what it all boils down to is our belief systems, right? So as soon as there's evidence that this can be done at a higher level, immediately your mind will accept that as normal and then you can become that version. And so that is the recipe for success is the willingness to put yourself in an environment that scares you to death. Because I promise you, after about six months of being in that environment, that's going to be normal for you. And then all of a sudden you have a new standard. And all of a sudden, mm. yeah, but you have a new standard and now you have a, uh, now, now the bar is set. And then it's like, you have to keep growing. And I said earlier on, if you're not growing, you're dying. Yeah. Now you keep setting that bar and guess what? We, we level up. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's what you do. Yes. 
Yes, that's exactly it right there. <laughs> Man, I love it, bro. I appreciate it. And I want to remind everybody out there, if you can dream it, you can achieve it. Yeah, brother. I appreciate you, brother. Yeah, man. Thank you so much, man. This was an honor to be on your podcast and your show. And uh, I love what you're doing, man. This is this is such a beautiful thing. And thank you so much for giving me an avenue to get my voice out there. Because as you heard, man, there was a time in my life when I was scared to death as well. So thank you so Thanks. much. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Success Leaves Clues podcast. Be sure to follow Dr. K on Instagram at Dr. K Washington or the podcast page at Success Leaves Clues podcast. We'll see you here next time. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.